<laughs> and there we go. Uh, we almost missed it again because for those of you who don't know, we are <laughs> prepping. We're talking. You know, you can't uh, make this shit up. Last yeah. night when I was on Annie's show, I did the same thing to her. I came on five minutes early. We get caught bullshit, and she's like, "Oh my god, we gotta go live." I was like, "Oh, this happens every morning." To us. You know, I'm really glad because you spoke. She asked you like, "What's the origin of the huddle?" And your answer was so perfect for me because you said we've been having these huddles for ever since you've been in coaching. Yeah, you, you would. We would connect. Before. It's our only time to connect. You were up early. I was up early, and like I knew that I would be in meetings and practice and shit all the way until ten o'clock at night. So that was our time every day that we could connect with each other, and that's where it all originated. And so you know, we're throwing out this dialogue, having conversations, whether you guys join us or not. We're thrilled to have you along for the ride. We are absolutely enamored at the feedback. Uh, again, daily. Uh, people shouting out saying, thank you. I got an inbound request from LinkedIn, which will make my Hall of Fame, um, which was, you guys make LinkedIn fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're in, brother. All, yeah, you're a Hall of Famer in my book. That's exactly right. So uh, good morning to Henry Paisano, who was first in the huddle. Henry's, uh, what a good dude, man. I'm glad he's here. Good morning, Henry. Um, I think bald guys lead the pack. That's what it is. Um, and good morning to Greg Goldstein. And congratulations to Greg Goldstein on starting his own business named after his sons. Just really, really cool stuff. Saw the post yesterday. Loved it. Congrats, Greg. Good luck. And, and let us know how we can help. And, and uh, I invite everybody to have a virtual coffee with, with Greg. He's a genuine good dude. Uh, he's been a friend and a client for a long time, and I am so happy that he crossed the bridge to entrepreneurship, which is really basically one thing. He's betting on himself. Doesn't get any better than 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 that in my book, because I think no matter what you do in life, if you're not willing to bet on yourself, you're going to lose that bet. A thousand, a thousand percent. I mean, at the end of the day, we always talk about it goes back to the doing, right? So, and if you're not doing it, then nobody's doing it. So yeah, uh, we will post the link this morning to the podcast you did with Annie. Uh, it was 30 minutes of absolute nuggets, one after another. You have a loyal following. Uh, Carissa was there. Dave Stavali was there. Uh, Tyler Meeks was there. So uh, you was there. Just good, good dudes, good people. Appreciate you guys being there and, and engaging with the podcast. And it was a great conversation. I really enjoyed my time with Annie and she asked great questions and it was cool to tell the story that way. Yeah. So it's just great, great stuff. Somebody shouting out. Good morning, guys. Had a call with my marketing director yesterday. Great feedback. If you could just post your name. Yeah, I don't know who that LinkedIn user is. Uh, it's David Phillips. Who? Oh, David. David Phillips. That's awesome. Oh, cool. Nice. You know, hopefully uh, we get a chance to do some work with you. So uh, it's no one. Let's wake up, everybody.
Wake up, everybody. I wound up playing that song this morning when, uh, before I jumped in the shower. <laughs> it's basically giving you instructions. You know? I mean, wake up. Like, wake up, everybody. So, uh, you know, welcome to Hump Day. It is Wisdom Wednesday. Um, lots of really cool stuff going on. Um, before we, we roll into it, um, I want to give a big shout out to Scott Huff. Uh, Scott is a new LinkedIn friend of mine. He comes to us from Green Bay, Wisconsin. He is the VP of sales for a company called Moshi Ice Cream. And he sent me some my Moshi uh, last night. And um, what a cool package I got. This is um, uh, gluten-free. This is uh, this came through Kim Swears, who is the LinkedIn boat boss queen. Um, and so uh, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Kim. Um, this is some really, really cool ice cream wrapped in a rice pilo dough in these little balls. And uh, I went to town last night getting up. <laughs> That's awesome. It was unbelievable. So between my uh, espresso and sugar buzz, we're taking right, right through the morning. We are ready to go. So on this date, you know, this January uh, 13th, um, let's do it. Uh, there were some things that happened. First of all, Batman starring Adam West and Burt Ward uh, debuted on ABC. The TV show debuted uh, in 1967. Dragnet premiered in color. So you just look at the archives here. 1968, the first nighttime version of Hollywood Squares, which is basically the early edition of Zoom. <laughs> And uh, 1971, All in the Family debuted with a um, uh, the toilet flush episode. So uh, some really cool goings on. The and Hollywood Square Zoom uh, put together was is good. I hadn't even thought about that, but that's uh, I guess the Brady Bunch as well, right? That was the original <laughs> Zoom screen. Was so uh, we we uh, we were um, co in a, on a coaching call yesterday with Kim, and we were talking about utilizing um how we take zoom and have some fun with it yeah and, uh, you know if you have your whole team on that screen you can actually point up and down Shit, and throw it back up there great job lloyd gillick holy huddle batman that's exactly right that is exactly right i, I actually was gonna do that but i have some other more serious content so i didn't get oh it's uh, really good if you remember everything was boom bang boom I yeah. love I love the original Batman. The original Batmobile. I mean, the original Riddler. The original Riddler was, I mean, unbelievable. I I had that vi I had that movie on VHS recorded. It wasn't like we bought the actual movie. It was recorded from something else, and I remember wearing that tape out in the VCR. This crazy uh, good stuff. But when you think about it, like Dragnet, the the sayings that came out of out of that you, yeah the music and the voice like it's so i hear it just so the facts, clear. just the facts yeah <laughs> just so, the facts. and then look at all in the family and all of the stereotypes that that oh, yeah. archie bunker meathead and yep. uh, you know just so they made fun of people who couldn't get along racially so yep. uh frank gorsh um that is that's Bam. a Damn. Damn. We got to send Lori a shirt or something. Lori yeah. gets something for that one. Lori that, gets something. Lori, well might done, some, Lori. Lori might get some Moshi ice cream. 
There you go. <laughs> I'm making a deal with uh, Scott to uh, be the official ice cream sponsor of the huddle. So, uh, <laughs> so I got some really cool stuff to go over today. Shay, bring me some morning motivational music, which will lead us into today's content. Sing the rest of the song. Well, <laughs> such a fine sight to see. It's a girl, my lord, in a black bed. I love picking that music because that is just a great tune from a great band, one of my favorite bands. I was fortunate to see them live before uh, Glenn uh, passed away, but uh, just amazing artists. Here's a little factoid about them. Glenn Fry and uh, Don Henley started out as the backup band for Linda Ronstadt. How about them apples? Wow. Yeah. So, and Linda basically pushed them to go out on their own saying, you guys are amazing. And then, you know, the rest is history with what they did. But the song tells us something. And here's the backstory. So everybody knows that I work out very uh, often and very hard, as do you, Mark. You go, you work out with Roar and your community, and you don't leave anything on the table. You push, you push, you push. My trainer said something to me the other day, and he goes, I want to remind you that as hard as you're working out, you have to rest. You have to get off. Like my intention was, okay, it's a non-workout day. I'm going to go for a run. He goes, no, 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 no. Give the body a chance to heal, body, mind. And so, you know, it brought me to um, the fact that everybody's going a million miles an hour, you know, and they think that rest is just sleeping. Well, there's so many different kinds of rest that I found an article uh, that a doctor says humans actually need seven kinds of rest in order to rejuvenate, rest and rejuvenate, to be the best you can be which is sort of, it's anti what you think. You would think I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push, I'm gonna push, but not working out some days, not thinking, not doing your regular routine is really how you repair the muscles that you've broke down. So I wanted to jump in, let's do this. Well, I, I think the, the philosophy, I think the, the 30,000 foot is that the entrepreneurial, the the grind mentality of work 16 hours a day for 365 days a year is not reality and it's not actually the most effective or efficient 
way to work. It's actually the least efficient way to work. And so when you when you understand that, okay, I got to get away from that thought process and figure out a rhythm and a cadence in order to be able to sustain longevity of work ethic and high performance, that's the difference. So, so you're right. The mentality is most people say, I'm going to add stuff to my calendar. I'm going to add activities. You know, I did a time management session yesterday with the folks at United Way. And the first thing I told them is we're going to shred your calendar by taking things off. Yeah. And they're like, what are you talking about? I can't do that. Yes, you can. If you have the discipline, well, people are throwing things at me. Well, you can deflect it. It was a fabulous session because a lot of tug of war until they got that you have control of what you do and what you don't do. So let's go into the seven, you know, that are first one I'll do obvious physical rest. This is the usual definition of just be sedentary, just sit, don't move. Um, so um, the hours in bed are cool, but even sitting just, you know, and being the meditation and mindfulness stuff really works. I had this guy, Annie asked me last night, like, how do you push through when you don't want to do it? And I gave her the answer of like, I just don't give myself the option, but I also listen to my body. There's a difference between me waking up in the morning and going, I really don't want to do this. And me waking up in the morning and my body telling me I'm physically exhausted. I need, I need more. And so understanding the difference between the, the devil in the mind telling you, nah, nah, you don't have to. And your physical body telling you, dude, shut it down. Cause if you don't, I'm going to break down are two very different things that high performance athletes have to understand. High performance professionals have to understand that, that pushing your body is good. And having that workout scheduled is good. But if you went balls to the wall yesterday and you woke up today and you're really feeling that more than you normally are, you got to take a step back and be able to go back the next day with that same intensity that you brought from before. I love that. You want to go to number two? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's mental rest. And, you know, mental rest can involve physical rest. You could take a nap to help yourself mentally. But I know for me throughout the day, like yesterday, you know, I'm putting together this customer journey package and thinking about customer experience. And I'm an hour and a half deep in to this thing. And I looked up and it was 1130 and I was like, whoa, I need 15 minutes. I walk to the kitchen. I grab a glass of water. I eat some, some, you know, some pistachios and I'm not still working while I'm doing that. I'm completely away, leave my phone at the table, step away, but it's a mental break for me to get away from that 15 minutes. Boom. Now I'm back. I'm refreshed. I'm back into it. I'm looking at things with a clear vision again. If you don't take a step back and then come back to it, you're going to burn out your brain as well. I agree. Uh, number three is sensory rest, staring at screens all day long. We go from phone to computer to TV. So the idea that staring at screens all day and night means your eyes never get a proper rest. Resting those beauties that give us vision um, is, is another focus point. And again, when you write these things down and you have lists in front of you, you can say, okay, oh, you know what? I've been staring at screens all day. Just like I talked about airplane mode, turn the shit off, you know, well, just it, turn it off. It's the same mentality as a hit workout. And we've talked about this before yeah. in the past, but I'd rather work in hard, intense sprints 
to get a lot done in a little amount of time and then take a step away from it, rejuvenate and come right back to it with that same intensity. I get more done. I work more efficiently that way. And Scott Graham, who says the body has limitations, the mind does not. I disagree. Like it has a it has an exhaust button. It has there is a point where you hit exhaustion and if you don't feed it with some rest and some recovery and, you know, leave your phone, go step outside. That's the best part about working from home now is that you're not trapped in an environment you don't want to be in. This is your house. And if you are in an office, go step outside, go walk into the parking lot, walk a, a lap around whatever kind of fountain you have or grass that you have in the parking lot, but get yourself away from it, away from the screens, get some fresh air and then come back. You know, I love that the, you know, the idea here is that, you know, less is more in a lot of those cases. So, you know, we are living in a world of overload. There are inputs coming at us at a ma- unless you control that input, it's going to affect the output. So uh, number four for you, my friend. Yeah. So four is creative rest. And, you know, for those of you who feel like you're not creative, you need to get creative. You need to get your creative juices flowing. But, you know, when you're writing or you're creating a presentation or you're coming up with a creative way to present your solution to somebody that takes that takes a toll on your brain of being you know, in that creative mode and trying to put these things together. So you got to take a step back from that and step away from it. You know, I mean, the building, you know, it takes building blocks that everything is constructed on to build that creative mound. But if you don't step away from it for a little break to come back, you're going to burn yourself out and you won't be creative. You'll end up going back to the presentation that you don't feel like you did your best on. I've adopted a word as it comes to the creative process. I used it years ago at the agency. We would do a bunch of work. We'd write on the walls, as you remember. And then I would step away and tell everybody, we're not coming back to this and you know, for 12 hours. Let it marinate. Yeah. You know, so you do that with meats and other you know, things. You let the juices flow. So yeah. let it marinate is such a cool word and a cool way to you know, really phrase Every that. game plan that I've ever done in the history of football, whether it was the offensive game plan, the, the special teams game plan, I spent Sunday breaking down the film, taking it all in, putting down my ideas, and then I would come back Monday and relook at those things and say, all right, do I like them? Do I want to tweak them? Is this the best way to go about this? It's the same thing. You're creative. You're finding the ways to attack and get yourself an advantage, but you got to come back to it. It's not like you can just say, all right, that's that's it. It's done. We've created it and we move on. Shay, show me uh, D. Robinson, please. Boom. Lunch for me is outside. No screens, just quiet. It's great. Um, and then we, uh, well, I'm going to jump here because we're, we're kind of getting yeah. through it. Social rest, you know, the idea of being comfortable being alone and not having that stimulus, which is a challenge for me. I am a external go get like people thrive yep. on that energy, um, whether it be through zoom or whatever, to just be with yourself is really a skill set. Oh, it's the greatest addition. It's the greatest addition. I absolutely love it because we're playing the game just like they do. Like nobody's left in the game. It changes changes the mindset. But social rest is so important 
because there are people that energize you and people that drain you. And if you're around people, I call them energy vampires. They suck the fucking life right out of you. If you do not get away from them, you will constant, you will not have, and Mark, you said this, you need to be your best for our clients and our family and whatever. And if you don't take care of yourself with all these kinds of rest, you're not going to be able to give what we, what our value brought. Be your best for them. Yeah. You got to be your best for them, which was, I thought the best takeaway of that whole, that whole show. I love that. Thanks. Um, and the last one, which I think is the most important is the spiritual rest. I think, you know, whether, whether you're, you're, you know, you're a hardcore religious Catholic Christian and you go to church every Sunday or you're Jewish and you're going to temple on Saturdays or whatever it is, whatever your connection is, whether you watch the secret and you believe in the universe and you spend time meditating and focusing on energy, however it is that you connect to the thing that's bigger than you, because we talk about it all the time, control the controllables, right? So I spend all day, every day trying to control the controllables, but I never forget that there are things that are out of my control that I got to take a step back from to connect with the spirit and give thanks and be appreciative and have my gratitude and remember that there are bigger things at play than just myself and what I can do. And that's so critical. That's a mic drop. Uh, Shay, show me Mallory Lee. Um, just a shout out to her. Connected with Mallory yesterday. Well done. <laughs> well, so here's the thing: she's playing the game really well. She's playing it at a high level. We connected on LinkedIn. We had a virtual coffee. She's cool as hell. She moved to Nashville. She's an entrepreneur. She's doing the right things. The first thing she did was connect me to some of her audience who she thought would really enjoy a relationship with me. So kudos to you. It's not Hall of Fame day, but you are, you're in my hall. Yeah, that's awesome. so, uh, it is 820. It is perfect. We are nailing the content. I think give us feedback, tell us topics you want us to talk about. We will incorporate it. But for now, I pledge you on this hump day, just take it easy.